Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to season six of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. We are back, Oti. How are you doing? Ooh. Three years doing this. Three year anniversary Three years. of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us on this Star Wars Saturday, 2023. Oti, we survived another year. How are you doing? I haven't seen you in, I don't know, like five or six weeks. It, it's been a while. Um, I'm doing I good. I had a much needed uh, two week vacation from work, mm -hmm. so that was fun. I finally almost done with the new I office. See. I not see, I see, nice. Not full of boxes, the boxes are <laughs> hidden somewhere over there, but but yeah. I, I miss I miss that weekly expectation of where you were gonna be set up, but mm -hmm. looks nice no, back it's, there. It's gonna be here for <laughs> until further notice. Yeah, no, it looks good, like I said, Season six, we've been doing this for a while. Your first complete season was last one. Season five was your complete one. We decided to renew your contract, you're back. And then celebrating our th three year anniversary. Officially, I think January 19th, I think of 2020 was our first episode. There were times I didn't think I will still be doing this show, but 2023, we're still here. So thank you for joining us. And thank you to everyone that keeps supporting us. If you're watching this for the first time, thanks for being here. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of these special episodes that we do. Comment down below with your thoughts on all the topics we're going to be talking about today. And make sure you like this video. And I don't know, Oti. I think I kind of forgot how to do this, but anything else? Uh, any Star Wars Christmas present you got? or Not, really, not really. So... My girlfriend and I didn't do gifts because we had just come back from Italy and mm -hmm. that was like our gift. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, that's a big one. Yeah, so um, no no gifts. Um, yeah, no, no yeah. Star Wars gifts. It's Well, you know what? I Oh, it's way over there. So <laughs> I got myself like a gift from me to me. So mm -hmm. there's no Target in Puerto Rico. There's a whole yeah. thing about it. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but so the targets exclusive are kind of hard for me to get. So because sure. I depend on going to to Florida and going to my girlfriend's closest target and buying a, a seeing what they have. And they usually have nothing. But <laughs> so a couple of days after Christmas, I, I went to Target to do some grocery shopping. And I decided, like, I'm going to go to the toy aisle, see what they have. And they had a ton of things. And yeah. they had the Kenobi with the blue shirt. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I was trying to get, but I couldn't get because for some reason, every time I order something from Target, they cancel my order. Oh, every <laughs> single time. And so I, I finally got it. I was I was like, oh my God, this is mine. This is mine. And there were like 50 more on the shelf. So <laughs> no, no. I was like ridiculous. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one. Yeah. So blue shirt Kenobi. I like yeah, it. that's a good one. We'll, we'll be talking about Kenobi in a few minutes. I got, my wife got me, I was going to have it. It's back there. I don't know if you can see it. I had my Boba Fett shrine now, and it's a little small back oh, okay. there. It's that Lego helmet. It's kind of like this big Ooh, okay. Boba Fett. It took me like five hours to build. It was a cool one. Okay. And I got a small ATST back there. One of those little bags, but. Okay. All right. So before we start, who's out there in the in the chat? I see someone's there. Okay. So Dale. Ooh, Dale. How you doing, Dale? Thanks for joining. People are happy. I'm. I got a content contract extension. Come on, Andrew. You know we. It's week by week. We won't say it's a full contract. Just week yeah. by week. We'll see how it goes. And we also have Brennan over here. Oh, Brennan! Thanks for joining us. Brennan sent sent us a, a rebel thought at the end for okay. his favorite moment of 2022. So we'll get into it. But before we start, I think it's time. I don't. Again, I, it takes me a couple of weeks to get back in rhythm. But if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars, and we're gonna start with the Bad Batch episodes one, two, and three. But it's a new segment, Oti, because we usually, we had the uh, Boba Fett book reports, the comments on Kenobi, uh, the Andor files or whatever. I said, you know what? I'm just going to do one thing just for television. So this is Star Wars on TV. Star Wars on TV. 
So Star Wars on TV, that's going to be it now. So if there's any television news or television episodes we're going to be discussing. Star Wars on TV. Okay. Yeah, I know you like those little droids talking about just getting those mind worms or whatever, earworms. All right, Audrey, we talked a little bit off stage, backstage, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Bad Batch, we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about it, but it's came back two weeks ago with the first two episodes just dropped the same day. And then we got the third episode a couple of days ago. So before we jump into the Bad Batch season two, because I don't know if we've talked about too much here about season one, about your thoughts, if you enjoyed it. Coming into season two, what were your feelings heading into it regarding the Bad Batch? I think, was I here for the finale discussion? I, I, I have no that. idea. But I, I know we've talked Bad Batch. So I liked the first season, like, enough. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I don't want to say I loved it. I'm not going to say I didn't like it because I did enjoy it. But it's a show that I don't mind not seeing the episodes. I literally like <laughs> told you, like, hey, do I have to watch it for the... Yeah. I wasn't planning to watch it this mm. weekend. I could have happily let it go. Mm. Um, but I'm actually glad I watched this episode because I loved it, the third mm. one. And the first two were kind of like overall vibes with the show. Like, yeah, th they were cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I like the characters. I, I like the story they're building of the changing galaxy and their role in it and the clones role in the new galaxy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it's, it's a fine show, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have, I said it before, for me, it's a ro roller coaster. I sometimes I like it, sometimes I like, ah, where is this show going? Then I kind of okay with it. I have my Bad Bad shirt. I'll say they do have good shirts. I have two Bad Bad shirts that actually my wife got me for the past Christmas, 2022 or whatever. The logo so is really cool. I, I it like is, it is nice. So, coming to season two, season one ended on a good note for me, but overall, it wasn't going to be on my top of Star Wars animation, probably behind Rebels, behind Clone Wars, and kind of on par with Resistance. Because I thought, I think I went into it expecting too much in terms of canon connections, and this is going to uh, connect with this. It's going to be this big, important thing in Star Wars. And the way this story was going, it wasn't that. So it took me a while to kind of reconcile with it. So going to season two, I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy it as 30 minutes of Star Wars and whatever they give me, they give me. This is some, a show that I watched with my daughter. She was extremely excited for it to come back. So I'm just going to sit down and watch it and just go from there. Yeah. And with that kind of mentality, I've enjoyed it enough to want to watch it when it comes out. But like we said before, I just watched it once when they came out this Wednesday. So some of my recollections of the first two episodes are going to be a little bit iffy. Third episode was pretty good. You will know there was someone on the third episode I wish wasn't there. We got he was really him. good. I know, I know. And I hate on yeah. him, but well, uh, it's freaking Cody. You know, I hate it's, that guy. It's funny because Cody is my favorite clone. <laughs> and it's like this lame thing because I didn't watch Clone Wars for the longest time. So yeah. for me, the only named clone was Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, and I said, it's just part of the joke. It's just a running joke. I really don't have anything about against him. Just that last time we saw him on uh, Clone Wars Season 7, that Bad Batch arc when we got introduced to Bad Batch, Bad Batch Cody was there. Oh, he's going to be part of this mission. He gets knocked out five minutes into it, and we don't see him again. I'm like, really? You're this great clone commander, and you're knocked out? And this episode, he's on a ship again. They crash. It's like, don't get on a ship with Cody. <laughs> but, but okay. it, it sucks because I had I, I was spoiled that Cody was in this. I, we knew he was going to be in the yeah. show, but I was spoiled that he was going to be in this episode. So I, I would have liked the surprise. <laughs> yeah. Again, for I don't care if I get spoiled uh, for this series right now. I'm not staying off social media when it comes out because I'm not watching anything the end of the day. So I know what I'm getting into it, but yeah, people didn't care. You saw them, saw him in the trailer. Everyone was saying that he was in the episode. But going back to the first two episodes, just to set set you back up with the with the crew, kind of. Some time has passed, not a lot. There, on this other mission, uh, fighting against some crabs or whatever. Then they go back to Sid, and she has this mission after all to Sereno, which is Count Dooku's planet, to get this war chest and steal all these 
money or whatever he has credits. And it's a pretty good episode to set up the crew, give a little bit more to do with Omega, especially with Echo and uh, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, who's the other guy? Tech. Tech, yeah. So overall, it was a pretty good setup, the first two episodes. I still have an issue, and I understand why they do it. Don't come at me. I know why the clones don't kill other clones. I have a problem seeing they just pew, pew with their stun guns while everyone's trying to shoot them down. Except if they're on a ship, they're going to explode the ship, and if you're there, you're dead. They don't care. But if you're face-to-face, -face, it's a stun gun. Do you have an issue with that arm just being so? No, I, I like that they use the stun guns. It's, it's a very Star Wars thing. I, I get what you're saying with the ships, like, yeah, we'll destroy <laughs> it, but but I, I like the stun gun thing. It's I don't know. the Jedi way. They're not Jedi. But it's, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll give a little bit more pass to Ahsoka on season seven when she didn't want to kill the clones. But again, it's. Come on, it kind of breaks with everything else. All the Jedi had to defend themselves and unfortunately kill clones. But I know it's they're giving them more context, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so before we move into episode three, anything from those two episodes that kind of jumped out? The animation, of course, is great. Oh, great. The music is pretty good. Yep. I, I love the connections to Tales of the Jedi. Okay. Um, how and it's like kind of a throwaway line, but how they the guy from Sereno, I can't remember his name, but how he talks about Count Dooku and how he abused yeah. Sereno to get his own gain because they're like, oh, these are stolen treasures from other planets, and he's like, no, he stole from <laughs> us too. Yeah. And it's like this, you know, the contradictions of the dark side, like Count Dooku turned to the dark side, left the Jedi Order, left the Republic because he didn't like. Um, the corruption and uh, the senators stealing from their from their own planets, yeah. and there he is doing the same thing mm -hmm. he's <clears throat> about. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I I've been reading. I started or listening to an audible Darth Plagueis, Ooh. and have you read it? No, no? but I've heard a lot of. All right, it's like ten years ten years old. So I'm sorry yeah. if I spoil it, but oh. you start seeing why I think I somewhere over there. I mean, I'm starting episode seven. I'm in chapter seven, and I love, I'm loving it. So I think okay. it's gonna end up pretty high on my list. But you can see how, uh, all the way from Darth Plagueis, it's the dark side and the Sith is corrupting the politicians. And it's this is how we're gonna do it. It's not full on force and let's go kill everyone. We gotta do it from the inside. So you start seeing that from like 60 years before Attack of the uh, Phantom Menace. So it's pretty good. To see that, and then of course finishing with Count Dooku and all that. There's some great connections over there. Uh, before we jump into chapter three, let me. This what was Andrew saying? Oh, Plagueis is a good one, very dark. Probably the closest Star Wars has gotten to our rated, aside from the Phasma novel. They do kill people pretty, pretty gruesomely, okay. and I guess <sighs> Bren is not too pleased with my <laughs> talking bad about the clones. Um, yeah, come on. Anyway, so episode three, that's the one everyone was talking about. And overall, it was a great episode. I'm still, again, this is it's a good show. But coming into it, or everything I was seeing online was, this is one of the best animated episodes, anything, on Star Wars. So I was expecting, okay, something is going to go down. To me, it was an okay episode. I understand mm -hmm. the dilemma that Cody gets into. But I didn't, for me, again, didn't jump out to say, okay, we're now in peak animation. I I don't think it's the best Star Wars animated anything, because, like, Rebels is right there, guys. Um, <laughs> but I think it was a very, very good episode. I, And, you know, I, I'm always about the themes, like... Mm -hmm. What's the episode telling me? And I love how it tackles the cycles of evil. That because I, I, I'm usually like very focused on the dark side not being just dudes with black hoodies. Um, yeah. And I like it when we see it in other people. And basically, uh, cross her being stuck in the cycle of violence that he can't break out of. Mm -hmm. like, and you see someone like Cody that did what he did in Order sixty six, and now he's like, yeah, I'm serving the Empire, but I'm. 
I'm not going to do the wrong thing here. And Crosser is like stuck in his ways and he can't mm -hmm. break out of it. And it's kind of heartbreaking in that yeah. sense. Good soldiers follow order. Good Cody starts the episode with that. And I knew he wasn't going to kill the, not Senate. Was it Cody the Senate? No, the governor, the governor. Governor of this planet. I loved the design of that character. Her armor was great. Yeah. But again, the animation and the um, designs of all the planets are awesome. So I'm not going to knock anything there. Yeah. I feel, again, I'm going to get into trouble. I, I know why we're humanizing the clones. And now that they weren't humanized before, there's a reason that they're clones and not droids. And I don't want to call it revisionist history, but all these clones being able to break away from what Order uh, 66. Order 66 was, I was going to say 99. Which I understand there's 30 years between Revenge of the Sith or 19 years, and then a new hope. What happened with the clones? Did they all die? Were they killed? Did they just disband? I don't know. I love knowing that after Revenge of the Sith, everyone went haywire. Everyone turned evil, killed all the Jedi, and then the galaxy went to hell, basically. And understanding that a few clones were able to fight it or it didn't click on them, but now more and more we're seeing that clones are just kind of, oh, maybe we did a bad thing. And I wish they didn't because it kind of minimizes. I, I mean, know. I guess. But I, I, oh, the way I'm taking it is that they're not breaking programming. I think the order just like wears off over time. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen that with every clone we've met, they're like more like relaxed in a way. And that's why I love Crosshair because he doesn't have his inhibitor. Mm -hmm. he's, he's choosing actively to do this. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I don't, I, I see what you're saying, but the, the way I see it, I think like the effect just wears off after a while. Like it's been a couple of, has it been a year already since uh, it's been i know it's it's difficult in this show because you don't know how much time has yeah. passed but it's been a while yeah i know there's a couple of months went by in the first season so it's probably been a, and omega has changed so it's been a, at least a year or so i don't know just keep people evil i guess not everyone needs to be redeemed i understand Cody is a fan favorite i was pretty sure what's going to happen i didn't think it was going to be in the third episode we know he's going to go look for Rex and, all, and the other bad batchers, and that's fine. And I get Crosser is my favorite. I, I'm, I'll, let's say his arc is my favorite. Every time he was in the first season was my favorite. So I love that this episode focuses on him. And like you said, he doesn't have his, his inhibitor ship, chip, and he didn't hesitate. He used that sniper rifle and just blew her out. And then, boom, we needed the big drum there to know that he's extremely evil now. I... You know, it would be heartbreaking if we keep meeting this clones that are like, ah, did we do the right thing? That was weird. <laughs> and all of a sudden, those that still have the inhibitor ships get a new order to just like Yo, take off, haywire take again. Off. It's like, man, we just saw them feel bad about it. And here they are doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Because even though I say, oh, just why are we getting all this with the clones? There has to be a reason why there are no clones by the time we get to a new hope. Did they all die off? Did they get killed? Did they just knew that they were doing the wrong thing and left? There has to be a reason for it. I think it's going to be like the Jedi thing. We're going to keep meeting clones that were actually there. Yeah. You just didn't know it. <laughs> Which I don't, I'm not into that, but I'll trust the writers. Again, it's I'm just, just a Star Wars thing at yeah. this point. <laughs> I'll sit down and enjoy it. I'm, and I'll talk about it here, but I'm not going to be on the internet. Ah, why are they doing this? But Cody, you still suck. Um, Crosshair. He killed a governor in cold blood. We knew he was going to do it. Is there any redemption for Cody? I'm going to say no. Cody or Crosshair? Not Cody for Crosshair, sorry. I'm going to say keep him evil. There was a lot of talk about that at the end of, of season one. He stayed bad. He's really bad right now. Do you think there's a chance he'll turn? I don't know, man. I, I can see it going <laughs> either way. Because uh, a big thing about Star Wars is like nobody's irredeemable, mm -hmm. but he keeps choosing this <laughs> path. Like, yeah, he's given he's been given a bunch of times to like turn away from it, and he just can't, which which is tragic. But I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where the story goes. One thing with Bad Batch, why I didn't connect too much with it the first season is I didn't know what the the storyline was. Is mm-hmm. it clones that are trying to find their way away from the Empire, or the? Yeah, they, they should actually make that like a little bit clear because with the first season we didn't know what we were building to. It, yeah, they built to you know an epic conclusion but we didn't know it as it was going on yeah and that was one of my big issues with it and i had people telling me oh no it's more of a character driven show not a plot driven which okay i get it no, it's I still... yeah but i didn't connect with any of the characters and that's why i don't have this connection to the show like a lot of other people i don't have any emotional connection to any of the bad batch even uh crosser which is my favorite if he dies on the next episode oh okay who's next I don't have that. And that's why, even if it's a character-driven show, that's why I'm not connecting with it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's a good a good show. It's Star Wars. Let's watch Star Wars every week. So well, yeah. why not? Why not? Like our friend um Chase, that gay Jedi, he did a YouTube video. He's not really enjoying Bad Batch. I'm oh, talking I, about I watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan that you want to love everything, how do you deal with with that one, you don't love something without kind of being laserized. And he did I, a great video on it. I think we did do the same I, thing here. I love that because he did the whole laserized thing and he's just like so polite in the video. It's <laughs> he like changed it. Yeah. Yeah, so, just leave it. But I, 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 go watch that video. Like it's actually really good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I usually just try to find things that I like. And, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I don't love what I'm watching, but I try to find just this one thing in everything yeah there's always something that's just me that's just yeah and i'm just saying that palpatine is not redeemable yeah and wicked that's that's the except and wicked i agree (laughs) wicked just killing people roasting them brennan's not happy with me i'm sorry brennan well well, it's still i like i like that people love it because that's that means we'll get more star wars and the thing with bad batch and i will finish with this when the first time we met them in season seven of clone wars First two episodes, like, really? This is the Bad Batch? I did not like that arc. I did not like that arc. (laughs) Those first two episodes are like, this is just stereotypes. Oh, Hunter has this skull and bones. And Wrecker's the big guy. And the sniper has a cross. It's like, come on, really? But by the end of it, I really enjoyed it. And Tech was my favorite. I was really hyped for the show. And then, like, it went down. So, again, it's been a roller coaster. But I'm in a place now. I'm just going to sit back. Enjoy 30 minutes of Star Wars and just go to the next one. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. I did not like that arc, honestly. <laughs> All right. So with that, we kind of... And So last question, because I tweeted wait, this... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> Engage with the story Yeah. Yes. yes. That's right. Thank you. Brennan for and again thanks to Brennan who had had us on his show when we were on hiatus so yes. make sure you go check that out talk about Ando and a bunch of other Star Wars stuff oh so Andrew hasn't watched season two yet he's on the same boat as you and yeah I mean uh, season one I agree but I think the good episodes were great yeah and the not so good episodes were just fine so yeah i love the finale i didn't mind the one with hera and her family i know a lot of people really were those were cool yeah i love those the one with the martez sisters even i don't mind the martez sister i think i like them but it just felt weird that That was random that they're the ones that they run into and that they know rex oh yeah but ahsoka but eh. anyway let's go so final thing does it bother you at least it bothers me a little bit. I don't know what to say about it. Does it bother you that some of the best Bad Batch episodes don't feature the main Bad Batch characters? No, it doesn't bother me. No? Okay. No. no. It it, it, I mean... It doesn't bother Crosser me. I just find is, it funny that... Crosshair is a part of the bat, original Bad Batch, let's say. Yeah. So it's not like a Book of Boba Fett thing where <laughs> Boba Fett is not in the episode no. at all. <laughs> just at the end, they have, hey, Fennec, just jump a couple of boxes so we can still remember what we're doing here. And again, I don't I don't want to say it doesn't bother me. I just find it funny that when the main group, the main core is not there or is they're not really highlighted, I like those episodes better because I focus on Crosser and I think his story is a little bit more compelling right now. Yeah. All right, so that's it for 
Star Wars on TV. We'll be back next week with Bad Batch episode four plus the Mandalorian trailer, which is dropping on Monday. We'll talk about it next week. But let's go to our main topic, which is the best of 2022, our favorite moments of Star Wars 2022. There was a lot. And I'm going to highlight real quick a comment from Brennan that he did at the beginning. If I can find it, here we go. 2022 was a great year for Star yeah, Wars. And was. yes, it was. Uh, we keep asking, is Star Wars saturating the market? Is, he, is there too much Star Wars out there? Uh, we're going to get tired of it. There's the High Republic, so many different shows. Just give me. I keep saying, just, just give me, me, give me. Give me, give me more. By the way, Alberto, I want to ask you. Uh -oh. The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer thing. Mm -hmm. Is it official that we're getting it? Yes. Uh, Griff Karga himself, Carl Withers, tweeted out yesterday or today that it was happening. And are we sure he's not like the Anthony Daniels of the Mandalorian? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But okay. it makes sense. We got the Ant-Man trailer during the college football finale. I mean, championship game. And then with the I mean, NFL playoff coming, makes a, whole, a lot of sense. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it's time. Like, it makes yeah. sense that it's coming. But, like, are we sure it's official? Because I don't want a whole, oh, we didn't get the trailer. <laughs> oh, That's nobody no. announced. Oh, it'll be great if it doesn't happen. We can just put the whole <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, please don't do it. Yes, yeah, so there are some issues and we can start speculating. Gina Carano was right. Is they're in trouble. $840 for my sentimental. Oh my god. Oh my yes. Uh so I there's a lot. I don't I have my list of stuff that happened. What we're gonna talk about, I don't even know where to begin. But let's start with books. So I'm just gonna run down a list of all the main books that came out in 2022. We didn't read all of them. Neither of us. Uh, then we'll say kind of which were our top books and then some top moments from those books. Well, we got The Fallen Star, Midnight Horizon, Mission to Disaster, Shadow of the Sith, Padawan, Brotherhood, Princess and the Scoundrel, Stories of Jedi and Sith, Path of the Sith, Convergence, Quest of the Hidden City, and Queen's Hope. Not counting all the comics and some other shorter stories. Yep. Oti, people yep. say Star Wars is dead. At least it on is. the Polish I, side. When I die, I want to be as dead as Star Wars. Um, <laughs> you can get buried in Star Wars books with how dead it is right now. I, I was telling you, man, it's a lot of books I haven't read. Um, yes. Um, you know, I'm doing this conscious effort of focusing on High Republic. I did read Shadows of the Sith. I did want to read the Obi-Wan books, but I just did not have the time. Mm -hmm. Hopefully at some point, but yeah. Um, but it, it was like... I'm still trying to f pick my three favorite books from that <laughs> list because it's it's difficult. Yeah, I have, I have two because they're in my top five books of all time. It came out last year, so I need to have them. And the third one, I think I know which one it is. Um, before we keep going, I, I know I'm just breaking protocol right now. How how far along are you on High Republic? So okay, um, I. I took my sweet ass time <laughs> starting phase two. I actually finished uh, Path of the Seat a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I am going through Convergence. I'm liking it. I'm not loving it. So it's mm -hmm. taking me a little bit of time because late at night, I'm like, do I want to play God of War or do I want to read <laughs> Convergence? I want to yeah. play God of War. Um, sure. So, but I, I, I'm like, I'm almost like three quarters done with it. So, okay, not too uh, bad. Uh, 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 and I think I'll just breeze through battle of jedi because it's an audiobook yeah it's like six hours not that long oh probably have to rewind a couple times but, <laughs> but yeah um I, I i'm liking phase two it's it's weird it's different but i'm liking it yeah i won't get into it once you finish those two books and if nothing else has come out by that time i think the next one is in march uh yeah. we'll probably do kind of a recap april. so far april yeah yes april and then may i think it is um We'll do a recap of those three books just to kind of overall because I have I have some thoughts on phase two, so okay. it's gonna be fun. I'm, I think I'm I'll probably be done with convergence next week. You gotta put pressure on me because when <laughs> when we did uh what was it uh Shadow of the Sith, I breezed through that book because yeah. we had to do the Same. episode. So you gotta put pressure on me. <laughs> 
I always say I work better when people give me deadlines. I yeah. remember, I don't know how almost, wow, 18 years ago when I did my master's degree, 14 years ago, um, my thesis teacher, professor, whatever, asked me, how do you want this? Just to, hey, let's meet a year and a half from now with everything. No, no, just tell me like in three months, you expect me to do this in the next three months. And that's how I work. And now it's kept with me my whole life. Yeah. So I'm going to have to treat you like that. It's going to be okay. The book comes out this week. I know it takes another month to get to Puerto Rico. And then you got to be done by this. I, I got to treat you like that. Yeah. Um, it's we're, I'm starting tax season. So don't do that until April. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, can you be done before the next book comes out? We got to, I'm going to put you a date. We got to find with it. The next it's... book, I think it's late April. I don't mid know. It's cata Cataclysm is the next one. And then Path of Vengeance is the last one. So it's either... The one I want to read is Path of Vengeance. And yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was going to be the first one because no. Out of the Sea was the first one. They're so evil. Yeah. I think Path of Vengeance can... I don't know if they wrap up Phase 2 already there. I yep. I hope. and Because yeah, I, I want to get... It's get two back. books. It's two books. Yeah. I want to get back to... <laughs> To my face one characters anyway so so i'll start if you want i think from that whole list my favorite my top three books fallen star midnight horizon and shadow of the sith i think those were my three favorite books from last year fallen star i think i had on my second favorite book of all time uh to me it was the perfect finale to phase one of the high republic the perfect High Republic book. I know some people had issues with it that it wasn't as big or as long as the other adult novels. And maybe they expect a bigger battle, a bigger conflict, and not just, hey, you're stuck here and everything's going to hell. But I love when Claudia Gray talks about that. It's kind of this Titanic and this Poseidon movie that there's things just keep happening and you have to deal with everything. So I love that and all the characters in it. And I mean, some people <clears throat> kind of say that even though we have the great character moments, it didn't sometimes didn't let out for those characters to have those longer conversations. But again, with everything happening on the book, they didn't have time to have those. So I understand some of the criticism out there, but for me, everything hit with that book. And that finale, when, again, spoilers, sorry if people haven't read those books, uh, when uh, Selan Geos dies, and then the droid goes back to Elson, just gives him his lightsaber to me. That way. I just broke down and cried. So, just that book, it's top two right now, top three in my all time. Midnight Horizon to me is the perfect Star Wars book. If you like lightsaber fights, starship battles, uh, big ground battles, uh, conversations about the force and your, your path in it, everything about it was great. And Shadow of the Sith. You know, it's we spent I don't know how many times we've talked about that book. So everything in Shadow of the Sith, everything with uh, the dark side with Luke and all that was yep. top-notch Star Wars for my taste. Yeah, so I don't know. My I think my favorites will be would be the same as as you, Fallen Star, Midnight Horizon, and Shadow of the Sith. But I, I'm gonna switch Midnight Horizon for Path of the Seat because. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in Path of the Seed that just blew me away. Okay, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it there. So, again, all High Republic books have been great. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I I enjoy Brotherhood. Wasn't my favorite. There's a lot of good in that book. You love mm -hmm. Kenobi. There's a lot of Kenobi there. Yeah. I hoping I was hoping to have more with Ventress, even though we get plenty with her. I just wanted more between her and. Obi-Wan, but I didn't realize that that was actually their first meeting. So there wasn't a lot of backstory mm -hmm. to kind of go from there. But I love what they did there and everything with Anakin when he shows up. I haven't read uh, Palawan, but I heard great things also. So younger, things, yeah. Yeah, younger Kenobi and I came after Brotherhood, after the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So I'm like, okay, I need a break from Obi-Wan. I love him, but I need a, need a little break. I still haven't gotten to that point, but I haven't read the books. <laughs> And I'll just say, I think I like Convergence more than Path of Deceit. Mm, okay. So we'll talk about it when we do our reviews. Okay. Again, didn't read Quest of the Hidden City or Queen's Hope, nor the other spot. A great year for Star Wars books. Yep. 
All right, so let's go to the TV side. So, oh, we're not going to talk about our favorite moments in the books. No. Oh, I took okay. What were your favorite moments? No, I thought it, I did it says mine. your favorite moment from top three books. All right, we'll go. What was your favorite moment from oh. Path of the Seed, which you had in your so your list? okay? So, spoilers for Path of the Seed, but yes. I loved the A. I, I, <laughs> I have a fascination with two things in High Republic. My boy here, yeah, and number two, the leveler, uh, the la- the nameless, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and a the reveal that the whole thing was actually an egg was awesome, yeah. But dude, when they start turning into the stone thing, the mm-hmm. oh the my, husk. It, yeah, the husk, it was so visceral the, how they yeah. described it, and they're in so much pain. And poor Kevmo sink, he had to like crawl <laughs> himself while turning into stone, and then yeah. Marta finds him. And I just love everything about Marta, like how she's just so twisted in in this path of the open hand and how she finds out that the mother turned him into stone. And then she's like, those dang Jedi, like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I'm, I don't want to get into it today. We'll do it with our review in yeah. a couple of weeks. I don't know if we're going to have different opinions about the path of the open hand. But that book, I was enjoying it like three quarters of the way. The last quarter, I loved it mm-hmm. because it changed and it felt a lot more like what we were coming from from phase one. But I, I just have a problem. I, what's Marda's cousin? I forget her name. Uh, Jana. Jana. She was my favorite in the book. I love she, know, she knows what's going on. She's like, eh, I'm, not, I'm not dumb. I know what's happening. And I want to kill everyone because my girlfriend just died. She didn't do it yet. Duh. But we'll talk about it because I yeah. love what happens with her. Yeah. I love it. And, but I, so I, I agree with you. While, while I was reading the book, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah, this is cool, <laughs> but like, what's happening? And all yeah. of a sudden, like, the shit hits the fan. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ends on a, on a high note, I'll say. But I've also heard from people that that part turned them away from it. Mm, it's like, yeah. oh, that book was one thing, and then just this this one eighty because it's more this kind of love story, romantic kind of. We don't get that much in Star Wars, at least this oh, type of Harry Potter book. And then it kind of, hey, no, we're back to all the Jedi dying. Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk more about it later. And I, I just want to mention, uh, I agree with what you mentioned with uh, Fonsor. That was also my favorite moment. Mm. But with Shadow the Sith, man, see. Reading, look, Luke <laughs> fight a Sith in this yeah. weird planet with the droid machines. Oh, wow, that was yeah. crazy! That was yeah. crazy. everything we shall say that to do with the dark side. And yeah, Luke doing that, fighting this, whatever is it happening in his mind has been transported to this weird hexagon planet that he doesn't know. And then Anakin's ghost Anakin comes, kind of, up. It's, <laughs> that was which, crazy. Yeah, so again, shall the Sith. I don't think a lot of people have slept on it, but if you haven't, you gotta you gotta give it a shot. I agree with Brennan, by the way. The path of the open hand is pure evil. <sighs> it's, it's 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 a it's a stupid cult. It is. It's and the people are so dumb. Not the ones on top, the middle and down. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll about talk. It. It's. I'll, I'll get mad. It's like you have the pyramid scheme with the the Nile, but this is just some weird religious cult. I know. Next week. I'm dying to talk field. about it now. Oh. <laughs> I, I want to see what's your beef. No, we'll, don't get, we'll get there. It. I won't. I won't. We gotta. We gotta focus. I said I, 60 minutes. Uh, so TV, a lot of TV also, and I'll just go through them. So the book of Boba Fett. I know it's starting in December, but most of the episodes were in 2022. Obi Wan Kenobi, the Andor series, Tales of the Jedi, and of course Lego, Star Wars, Summer Vacation. Alti, I want to ask you. You told me beforehand you want to talk about it. Lego Star Wars. What do you think about it? You loved it? Yeah, I loved it so much. <laughs> I have not watched it. I only watched the holiday special. Yeah. And I, I actually liked it. So yeah, I like the holiday special more than the summer vacation. Nothing against it. I just don't remember what happened. Like I said, I know Finn was feeling left out. Apart from that, I don't know. It was cool, but whatever. <sighs> So let's start with, uh, okay, I'll leave my question for the end. So Book of Boba Fett, 
Boba Fett's my guy. He's back there. It's already dark here. My light is dying. What? What would what would what would you have said if in 2012 they would have told you you're getting an Obi Wan show and a Boba Fett show in the wow. same year? <laughs> 2012. Wow. In 2012, we're getting new movies, and by the way, these two shows no. are coming out at the same time. With Tamora Morrison and Ewan McGregor coming back. I like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Well, it's not. Even if they were to come out five years ago, they would have been so different, I think. And especially if let's take Mandalorian out of it and you just do a book of Boba Fett show or, or a Boba Fett show, it would be the Boba Fett of old, I think. This yeah, the, the action motion. figure. The, yeah. yeah. Which I know some people, that's what they wanted. And I'm not going to blame them because when we see him in. In the man in the Mandalorian episode, he's cracking skulls. He's that bad guy, but he still had that that code that he tells Dean. No, I told you I was gonna stay with you till you get the child, so I'm gonna do it. So you see that he has that code of honor, but he was more the action figure, and the show wasn't that. He had some glimpses of it, but it wasn't that, and I didn't mind. I love that this is I don't know 20 years afterwards or whatever, five years, that we have that growth in the character. So I did enjoy that. Some of my favorite moments that come to mind was where he gets into his ship, Slave One. We'll call it Slave One Fire Spray. I just mows down that gang of bike riders. He just and then goes to the Sarlacc to get his his armor back and just blowing everything and having that fight with the Sarlacc. Come on, that's top Star Wars. I love that. My my favorite book of Boa Fett moment. It's like a cliche, but. Uh, it's my favorite moment. So it's the first scene of the show when he comes out of the <laughs> yeah. the the Sarlacc pit. Like that's a moment that we as fans have been talking about and speculating for yeah. decades. And to see it happen and to be this thing that yes, it's exactly how you imagined it, but it's also cooler because he has to take the, the oxygen from a stormtrooper. Mm -hmm. Like, what's yeah, a stormtrooper cool. doing there? <laughs> Um, it was awesome, and you know, that shot of him finally coming out that's iconic Star Wars, yeah. I mean, there was a love, a lot to love of that show. Uh, everything with the Tuscan Raiders, we've talked about at nauseum about how everything there was great and how they got shafted at the end, but before that, it was great. We got Cat, Cat Bane back, come on, live action Cat Bane on a duel with Cobb Vanford and then with Boba. I know he died supposedly, which I'm fine with it. I think he's dead. Yeah, he should be. Don't. Oh, his thing was blinking. I don't care. You don't even know what that is. You <laughs> just giving. I don't know. It's, it's time for it, your medicine. It, it's or like something. if I die and my phone turns on, he's like, "Oh, see, wow, he's, he's, see? Alive. he's alive. That's from the afterward, after life. <laughs> um, but I love that we got Cat Bane because he was a badass, and I love that. And how can you say that this show was bad when you have? Boba Fett riding a Rancor with the Mandalorian on a jetpack fighting two giant droids. We got Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Which I'll say, there was my, there were my favorite episodes, those two. In terms of Star I, Wars, they were some of my favorite. I never thought I'd live in a moment where I'd be the one defending the Boba Fett show. with Because <laughs> I'm in this group chat with, I don't love their Star Wars opinions, but it's, it's fine. But like they're constantly bashing the show. I'm like, no, it's great. I love it. Like, yeah. no, but the motorcycles, like they, they were the best part. <laughs> <laughs> the mods, they were great. It's again, just enjoy it, man. Do whatever. Have fun with it. They look yeah. like Power Rangers, exactly. Yes, that's the deal. Again, production value sometimes was a little bit off. Did the motorcycles look that we're going five miles an hour? Okay. It's fine. But whatever. You got Boba Fett riding a rancor. What more do you want? Yeah. You have two huts cleaning the sweat with a weird with a rat. rat. <laughs> just freaking coming. We just... got black Chewbacca. <laughs> Come on, what else? <laughs> you imagine just two huts in the middle of Tatooine dragging a rancor through the desert for how many miles? There's no ship. They're just going at two miles an hour. It's going to take 16 hours, but yeah. we're going to take eh, Danny Trejo, hurry up with that rancor. <laughs> we got Danny Trejo in Star Wars. Yeah, another character that was full-on Danny the, Trejo. Yeah, we know Danny it. Yep. Um, all right, so we then go to Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
our boy Kenobi. I'll let you start. So let's start episode by episode. We're gonna go <laughs> ten minute spans. So my okay. favorite. Okay. No man, my. I'll say my my favorite moment in that show was the final confrontation between Vader and and Kenobi. Like I I, th I really think it lived up to mm -hmm. what happened in Revenge of the Sith because that was like a big thing. Like how are you gonna yeah. top it? And I don't necessarily think they topped it, but it, it was just so different from that fight and. It, the iconography of seeing Darth Vader proper against Ewan McGregor was awesome. Yeah. And of course, that Ahsoka moment at the end with the <laughs> half broken mask and similar conversation. But man, it was heartbreaking. And, mm -hmm. you know, the whole goodbye, Darth, like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'll add to that, like, every single Leia and Kenobi moment. Mm -hmm. We had no idea those two characters had a relationship before this. And now they do. And for me, that enhances uh, Leia's story in a lot of ways. So I really like that. Sometimes with Star Wars, it's weird because even with the Bad Patch, like we have to think like, do I, when I'm watching for uh, New Hope, do I really think Ahsoka and Rex are out there? Mm -hmm. Like, do I really process that? Yeah. But in this case, it's for me, it enhances those movies so much that i truly believe like yes this happened in in this timeline in this story that i'm watching like yeah it will be i haven't done it'll be interesting to watch now of the obi-wan kenobi series and or rogue one and a new hope kind of back to back to back because they are now so connected especially with because leia was that kind of in between with rogue one and new hope but now every time that she will say ben kenobi you go back to what happened 10 years ago. And, and, oh and for me, it's, it, that message of, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, now it brings so much to that. And why her son is named Ben? Why the hell did she name him Ben Kenobi? She didn't she, know the guy. Yeah, she freaking did. She did. So, and I remember when the rumors were coming out, oh, Leia's going to be there. Like, no, what are you doing? This is I, so dumb. And I, then it just blows me out. I thankfully never saw those rumors because I would have been like, no, no, <laughs> no. What are you doing? No. Yeah. And it just worked flawlessly. Yeah. And I kind of just dismissed them like, hey, yeah, whatever. It's not going to happen. It makes zero sense. Look in the background. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Leia, no. Oh, this little Leia. Like, oh, no, it happens. And then you get the episodes and it was great. And um, I mean, what can I say? The finale is the best part because it lives up to the expectation. But even before then, that first battle that they had that I didn't expect it was awesome because Vader is just, come on, Ben. Oh, Kenobi, what, I, what is this? You, yeah, little Leia was a revelation, right, Brennan? He's like just toying with him and just burning him like, dude, you need to wake up. I'm not here to kill you. I need to really fight with you before I can kill you. Um, Anakin again, seeing Anakin, having Hayden back was great, seeing that flashback to the... Attack of the Clones kind of era with a little bit older, but that's fine. We'll let like it go. 20 years older. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I prefer that to having the aging because uh, yeah, uh, it I was like great. It. And I'm not going to, just to finish, um, having, I was on look at it, Tala. Tala's death broke me. And then that same episode, Vader fighting Riva. Was, Man, Riva, I, I, I don't care what people say. That character was so awesome, and I want more from her. I really, yeah. really want more from her. Yeah, I wish we get more in live action. If we don't, if we get a book or whatever, I'll be okay with it. But I hope we get more with her story. Alberto, I'm going to ask you. I, I know we're running out of time a little bit, but um, we haven't heard anything, any rumors, but season two. Can always season two? No, they float our ideas. They've been like, yeah, yeah, maybe perhaps we could come on, come, come, you know, come around the idea. Yeah. And they could, they could do a season two, keep him in Tatooine, and then he can have the Darth, whatever crate that Jedi that became a Tuscan Raider, a Tuscan Raider, a turn evil. You can do that. Cody's back now, even though he's not evil anymore, Just, apparently. I I want a trippy show with Kenobi <laughs> and Qui-Gon just tapping into the forest. And hey, I wouldn't mind that. Bit. I love my forest weirdness. So, I'll so take at, 
at first I was like, if they didn't do more, I'm fine. I'm satisfied with this. But now I'm greedy. I'm like, no, just give me two more seasons. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I, we talk, I prefer give me Riva's story if they do a continuation. But I'm not going to say no to, to more Kenobi. I don't think it's going to happen, but I won't. I won't say no. Man, he's uh, so young, uh, Ewan McGregor. So yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You, you can. I mean, we're getting a Soka later this year, and maybe there's some flashbacks, and we, we keep doing more. Oh, Andor. Andor just came out, so it's difficult to kind of go back. I think the writing. You just got to give it to the writing was the best part of that show. All the awesome. monologues, all the speeches were great. Everything with the ISB. You know, I love my Deidre and all those guys out there. And the prison arc. Come on, this. My my favorite Andrew thing was um, every time there was a monologue, how the fandom went like that last monologue <laughs> sucked. This is the problem yeah. monologue, and how uh, every time a new episode came out, people said that Colin Gilroy should run Star Wars. That'd be so weird, but okay. Um, no, yeah. um, for real. Um, my favorite moment in in that show was the the funeral scene for mm -hmm. Marva and how it. The entire show built to that built moment to that, yeah. and to the brick in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite thing. Yes, <laughs> the writing, yes, the theme, but brick to the face. That brick to the face. Thing. When you push down the droid, you deserve a brick to the face. You, you don't get to flip our doggy. No, no, it's that. that was a gift freely given to the <laughs> face. <laughs> um, it's difficult for me to just pick one moment because there were so many great moments to say, yeah, this one was the best above all everything else. But yeah, I think the finale, I think the prison arc was my favorite because we got all the players were doing their part. But like you said, everything built to that finale. And even though Cassian himself didn't have anything to do with that big battle, it didn't matter. He was doing his own thing. Over but it was friend. all about him though. Yeah, that's why everyone's there. And whatever everything with Andor was good and we keep saying here will next week be the one that takes a tumble will next be next week we're a little bit off no he just kept going on a great level nope. i'll just say i didn't i'm not in love with that with the score i know some people love it really? i was in love oh, with it no yeah. I, I really liked it i really liked it i listened to it afterwards on spotify when they put it and like nothing here is memorable I'm, to me I, I, i'm gonna be honest i'm still not sure what the theme is like the main <laughs> theme because it, it changed every week, but I always thought it was like kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, they added some more drums to it, so you knew yeah, that sure. they were going back to the Time Watcher guy. To me, the only music or the only time song grappler. that's time, time Grappler. Thank you. Give me that action figure. <laughs> uh, everyone with a hammer in Star Wars. The Time Grappler, uh, Net 2. Net 2. The, what's her name? The Mandalorian one. The... The armor. The armor. Everyone has a hammer. You gotta watch out. So I love the like the Narkina music. And then yeah. the I'll give me a moment. moment. I gotta finish my thought. And uh, the, <laughs> the funeral music, that marching. That oh, was yes. my favorite. That was great. All right, give me give me that comment. Yes, Brandon. Deidre and Cyril <laughs> the weirdest and most yes. I and love I love it. it. I, I love it. it. Please give me something. I want some Imperial Romans. I know they I know he's a creeper, but anyway. Uh, and then we also had Tales of the Jedi, which eh, I was okay with it. I, I really enjoyed the Dooku ones. I wasn't a fan of the Ahsoka ones for reasons I've talked about before. Anything to say about the... Um, I loved uh, Yaddle fighting Dooku. That, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, were you and, here when I talked about Tales of the Jedi? Did we talk about that? Yeah, I think I was here. I think that was the day I had COVID, so I, I was happy. <laughs> you don't remember anything. Uh, again, I said, "Why? Well, I, I don't care that Yaddle's there. Thank you. She's dead. And my brother loved it. He texted I, me, oh, Yaddle and Duke. I'm like, I love it, was, it was nasty. It was pretty gruesome and, that he freaking just closed that door on her and then just... Yeah. You know what? Uh, seeing Duku's reaction to Copacabana, um seeing Dooku's reaction to Qui-Gon's death. That was cool. Yeah, that was good. There's a lot a lot to love. I think in the Dooku ones, Dooku's now one of my favorite Sith. So I really enjoyed those. But eh, they were okay. Just too short. But And I, I think the first two just were very similar. Just saw Dooku kind of do the same thing. 
but I did enjoy them. And the Ahsoka ones were fine. I know some people has issues with them because maybe they read some of the novel, which I haven't read, so I can't speak to that. But I know people want more of these type of stories. And I'll ask you, do you think we're getting Tales of the Jedi season two and which which Jedi would you like to see? Um, yes, I, I think we are. Um, which Jedi's I would like to see? I probably said a bunch on Twitter and on my podcast, but I can't remember any of them now. Um, just retcon it. We don't care. Just retcon your answer from yeah, one month ago. The one coming to my mind right now is Elsar Man. Like, give me some High Republic. Yeah. Um, let's get weird. Let's do like some Jarrell Poof. Thing, <laughs> Opal Well, I'll take Opal Rancisis because I love his voice in uh, Sukiyari Mundi. Like, nah, not yet. Yeah, can just email Opal Oh, yeah. let's do the two worst Jedi of all time: um, Luminara and Mace Windu. That's that's what <laughs> I want. You Mace Windu. He I gets undeserved. He deserves on un that's undeserved hate for Mace Windu. He's he's an okay guy. Barris Offy would be dope. Uh, you think we're getting Barris in Ahsoka? She's getting redeemed. I don't want to. So we're, want we're very different on this. I, I want I want to see more about Sophie. I you know, her getting redeemed, I don't think she's evil. She was I mean, she did a horrible she thing. Blew up the Jedi wrong, temple or but she's like, I want to expose the Jedi for being what they are. I don't think she'd be like, Yes, I'm gonna join the Sith now. I think she'd I be on her, her own path. All right, whatever. We'll probably get her. Like if yeah. she if if she like sees Ahsoka, I don't think she's like I'm gonna kill you now. Like no, why? I know. Why? But it's just let people just she left. She did her thing, and she's now in what's she's, the what's the up. space Miami space Copacabana planet? Oh, she's there. Uh, I she's selling empanadillas. <laughs> I just let her live her life. She someone needs to just go. You don't need to be part of the battle your whole life. Go and enjoy it. You know what? Give me Tempest Runner. Well, Lorna D, when she was training with Oprah Rancisis, give me that story. Oh my God, that'd be so weird. See, I, I sometimes you we, we know we love, so we love we love weird so, Star Wars. That's what so, we want. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that kind of wraps up a real quick kind of look back at Star Wars in 2022. Some of our favorite moments, and like I said, we're going to our friend Brandon, who's on the chat, and thanks Brandon for reaching out on Twitter to our hashtag. Rebel thoughts when we hear from you guys. Where's my rebel thoughts? Well Here we go. Done. You're a rebel now. You're a rebel now. And Brennan says, This is a long answer. He goes, Brennan at Brennan Mystical says, In Ando, when Cassian tries to convince Marva to come with him and get away from the Empire, but she's so inspired by the Aldani theft that she won't leave because she wants to fight them. He says he will be worried about her, but she says, That's just how love is. Great, and it kind of starts these great monologues by every character. Yeah, that's just what love is when you're gonna miss someone or you just want them to be safe. And I thought that was gonna be the thing that pushes Cass into the fight, but it wasn't. But it just starts kind of Marva's point of view, and that we know that the the universe is gonna start kind of taking a stand against the Empire. So that was a great moment. So thanks, Brendan, for that. Yep. All right, so we're gonna finish up today real quick with when we go to something else that's not Star Wars, some of the other fandom out there in a world between fandoms. Ah, oh, finally, there you go. screeching sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you, no more tardies blowing your eardrum. Some Game of Thrones for, for OT out there. It was so inconsistent because sometimes I'd be like, ah! <laughs> and other times I'd be like, yeah. yeah. So, real quick, there was a. I'm not gonna go into best of 2022 and all the fandoms. There's too much stuff to talk about. Um, but just stuff we didn't get to talk about that I love at the end of the year, Wednesday. I love that show. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. I did. It. it was very good. It's like uh, Harry Potter, but without the raging transphobia. Awesome. <laughs> Just take that part out and you have a great show. Yeah. Um, I love when we watched it twice here at my house. It, it, it got renewed. It, it was yes. very, very good. Come yeah. on. That's apart from Stranger Things, I, that's going to be one of the biggest yeah. hits that Netflix has had in a long time. And it's just hit with everyone. And then Willow, keeping with Disney Plus. Love Willow just ended this past weekend, this past week on Wednesday. A lot of people asking for season two, renew Willow. I'm on that hashtag. 
Uh, I joke and I don't take this in a bad way that Willow was the Hobbit in this crop of fantasy shows out there when you talk about House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. Willow was in this little corner, very laid back. You haven't, I should, you haven't watched it. I haven't yet? watched it, no. Okay. Because I think you said you haven't watched the movie. It's not something that you grew up, grew up with. I think that helps. I watched the okay. movie 20 years ago or whatever. And I wasn't this, oh, I Willow, give me more Willow. And I rewatched it like two weeks before the show came out to make sure that I could connect a few things. And it does connect kind of names and things. But if you don't know anything about the world, okay. it doesn't matter. You can go straight in and you'll be fine. And I think you might enjoy it more than if you were a hardcore fan and you go into this show and you're like, oh, this doesn't track. Okay. Okay. But it's a very different show. Of course, it's not Rings of Power. It's not House of the Dragon. It's very modern. Let's say that. And some okay. people had issues with it. And that's what I love. It separates itself from the other fantasy shows out there. It takes maybe two or three episodes to start getting into with all the characters that you're following and kind of liking a few of them. But by the end, you're in with these, okay. these guys, I mean, this group. They are on a quest. But the quest is kind of secondary. It's more about the characters and each of their stories. And I think there's like five main characters and you get enough with each one of them that you know why they're the way that they are and you're invested in all of their stories that by the end, everything kind of clicks and it's great payoff for all the characters. So I do recommend it. And it's one of those shows that just came out a couple of months ago. I wasn't, yeah, we'll all get it. Yeah, Emphis um, Ness is there. So I'll watch it. Great show. You talked about no transphobia in Wednesday. You have a great LGBT representation on this show. So just for that, you should give it a shot. But the show itself, I love almost every episode. And by the end, I'm, I want more. I really miss this show now. No. All right. Hey, so I'll ho be... hopefully it gets renewed. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Because we've, we've been seeing with a lot of the HBO Max and Netflix, they're just canceling shows. One season, I just cancel it. Not giving enough time to breathe and... Shows like this need two or three seasons to find their footing, and we're not yeah. seeing that. It's weird because yeah. they're still finding their footing with streaming, and it's yeah, it's gonna get some heartbreaks. So, yeah, Paige Turner's Brennan saying, I think House of the uh, Dragon was his friend. It was just so, so great. Can I mention just one thing from a uh, random fandom Jello yeah. Jackets? It's a, I think it's okay. a Showtime show or, or mm -hmm. Paramount Plus, I can't remember. But it's a great show. If you guys like uh, Lord of the Flies, it's a very twisted version of that. And it's crazy. And I loved it. I really, really loved it. Season you know two what? is coming out soon. We should do a little segment here on World Between Fandom. So a show that people might not be following. or Because I don't have Paramount Plus or Showtime. So I don't know anything about that. So maybe a little plug like that for some weird show. Might be something to add. Paramount Plus is a... Yeah, sure, whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I just it's what? good. I, I I like Paramount Plus, and it's not available in Puerto Rico, so I have to like use a VPN. So, so but... you're you're stealing it. That's what you're saying here. You're stealing. No, Paramount I'm paying Plus. for it. I'm paying for Paramount <laughs> Plus, and I'm paying for a VPN because for some reason Paramount doesn't think Puerto Rico is a part of the United States. No, so it's... it's 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 bizarre. It's bizarre. Like I said, my I mentioned I've been up since three fifty-five in the morning. Drew my drove my in-laws to the airport. They left, they're back in Puerto Rico. My wife spoke with them and they're ready to leave. Because just getting out of the airport was a was hell. Even really? the taxi drivers wouldn't let them pass, just walking. The taxi drivers wouldn't let them pass. It's like, you either get on the taxi, or, you know, their sons were picking them up. And, and just getting out of the airport took them like an hour just to get out. So anyway, wow, okay. <laughs> Paramount Plus is not in Puerto Rico. So let's make a, a hashtag about it. Paramount for PR. I actually know someone that works for Paramount, and I'm constantly oh. like, I'm constantly like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Otto, before we leave, we mentioned that we're going to talk about this before we started. Tomorrow starts a new HBO show, Last of Us, yes. with Pedro Pascal, Nona the Mandalorian, Game of Thrones. You're a big fan of this video game. I never got to play. I know it has to do with zombies. But just real quick, kind of a setup for the series, maybe what we can expect for this premiere tomorrow. So it's about zombies, definitely, but it's not The Walking Dead. Like, it's... 
the show takes place in a post-apocalyptic zombie world, but the story is really about these two characters and their very complex relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, how they meet, how they grow with each other, what they learn from each other, how each other helps them grow from past trauma, mm-hmm. and what they do for each other. And they're not great people. They're going to do some horrible things throughout their story and not just okay. um, in season one, because if, if it goes to season two, <laughs> the second game goes places. And yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled to see people take this ride. It's, I think it's one of, story-wise, it's probably my favorite video game ever. And I, I love those characters, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to have my heart shattered because of them again. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Um, since you're so know the game so much, watching the trailers, does it seem to be uh yes. Okay. Yes, it seems to be very faithful to it. I, I've I've seen some interviews where the so one of the creators of the show is the director of the mm-hmm. thing, the game and the writer. So you have that involvement and he's like, there's gonna be changes, but sure. it's to enhance the story. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be in service to the story and the little changes are to make some moments a, a little bit bigger. So I'm very excited to see what those changes are. Yeah. This for me is going to be like House of the Dragon. I'm going into it with zero knowledge of it, zero expectations, and let's see what happens. So very excited to talk with you about this every week because um, you're going to have that knowledge, and it's going to be fun. I, I I forgot it's coming out tomorrow, and when you told me when we were starting, I was like, mm. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think that does it for it. our first episode of 2023, first episode of season six of Red Dead Rebellion. Oti, we survived one week. We'll be back next week with yep. episode four of The Martian Bad Batch. We'll talk about some Star Wars news that have been happening this past couple of weeks. And then, of course, we'll do a world in where is it? A world between fandoms. So we'll talk about Last, Last of Us, of and I'll bring one weird show that I might be watching for all the people to check out. I won't say Doctor Who, even <laughs> though, yes, I'm still watching Doctor Who. But, Oti, you know what, what I'm going to ask you? Where can people find you? You can find me over Twitter, Instagram, and Hive at EP Star Wars, whatever it says down there. Oh, my God, sorry. Yeah, just a um, microphone. But, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, that's there. Uh, it's on the show notes. You can also find it, I mean, in the description of the show. Radio Rebel Pod, Twitter, Instagram, also Hive. I'm not using Hive that much anymore. It's I don't know. I lost the the hype with it has gone down. The... Hive Hive was a hype apparently. Yeah, to me, I, I think I said it last time. It's Instagram with a retweet option right now. So because Twitter didn't burn down like everyone thought it was. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. We're not gonna get into it, but freaking Elon Musk, even though. I mean, he sucks. I, I have a, I'll say, I have a Tesla, but he sucks. Oh, I know. I know, end kill it. me. I know people are going to ask me to burn it end down. It, but, end it, end it. Well, I mean, if someone wants to buy me a car and make I'm, all the money, I'm, 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 I'm still waiting on that ass wipe to fix Puerto Rico's grid. Like his, like yeah, it's, it's been seven. No, it's been five years now. It's been a while, but he has a tunnel that you can get a taxi Tesla and drive two miles because. Subways don't exist, I guess. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back next week with Raider Rebellion and Star Wars Podcast. Thanks for joining us, Brennan, Andrew, uh, and everyone else. Sorry, I forgot who else was in the chat, but we'll be back next week. Stay safe. Be safe. I'm the force be with you.